You are listening to motivational quotes and inspirational life stories from real life people just like you. I'm your host, Victoria Johnson. You can learn more about me and my number one best-selling book at victoriajohnson.org. It's time to share our experiences and motivate and inspire you. So let's get started. everyone. I would like to introduce to you Ashley Maloof as my guest today. She has a very unique career. She is a land and alternative home designer, which I'm going to tell you the truth. I've not heard of that before. So it's going to be exciting to learn what it is that that she does and how she got to be into this career. She creates a lifestyle which gives you the freedom to make the biggest and best impact in the world, which is why she offers alternative dwelling and land design. Her strategic goal is to overtune what isn't working in your current life and to defy conventional ways, which no longer make sense in our culture, and to better align ourselves with the laws of the universe. She's speaking my language now. I love this. And so (laughs) welcome to the show, Ashley. Yes. So happy to be here. This is very exciting. Oh, it's exciting for me too. You know, before we go any further, I do want to let the listeners know what your website is so that they can check you out while they listen if they like. It is mindbodyabode.com. And that is abode, A-B-O-D-E. So mindbodyabode.com. And you can email Ashley at ashley at mindbodyabode.com. And Ashley is spelled with an E-Y. So A-S-H-L-E-Y. And, uh, you know, I just, um, I think it's really awesome that you have this really unique career. Mm. And I'm really excited to learn more about that. And we were talking off the air a little bit about how you first got into this. And you said that, you know, you realized early on in life that you had to have the bravery to carve out your own path. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Oh, yes. Yes. So, you know, as I'm living my best life now, I'm often reflecting on all the life chapters that have come before this. And as I do, it's it's strange. I see that sometimes in my past, at some points, that I was really fighting the inevitable. But now that I'm here, I'm so thankful for all the struggles, of course. But I'll say that, you know, my life absolutely began in a very conventional manner. I was, I was leading up to a nice old proper normal lifestyle. But a few things happened starting early on, of course, that really shifted things for me. And Even though I would kind of fight that, as I say, and try to live this more conventional path like the peers around me, it just, it became harder, harder and harder to do so. And at some point, you've got to stop forcing what the universe is trying to create for us. And when I did and I surrendered to it, I went down this path of an alternative lifestyle and I would never, ever go back. My goodness. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, and you know, it's, it's interesting because you say you've gone down this path of alternative lifestyle. So I'm assuming being, assuming that being you're a home designer, that that includes your home. And I want to tell the listeners and the viewers, if you listen closely, you can hear the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley yes. is joining us from Washington in the USA. And uh, she was sharing with me that the sound that I'm hearing is in fact the rain on her roof and how wonderful to be able to hear that. I want to, yes, I want to track back a little bit to what you were saying about you were building up to live a normal quote unquote life. What does that mean to you? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it started when, oh my goodness, it started when I was a toddler. My goodness. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, we had a nice big family, a three-story house, you know, the pool, upscale town, all of that. But just before I turned four, 
mom passed away oh. and um, uh, older brother and sister, because they were, you know, on their way out sort of anyway, they ended up moving away. And then it was my dad and I who we moved to a very different town, very little house. And, you know, what came of that was a lot of worry about financial troubles or health and longevity. So I was, I was very used to those conversations from a young age. So, you know, I just, I started life out a, a little different than what was originally gifted to me. But still, you know, I had a really great support system of dad, which was lovely. And, you know, trekking through school and I was the first to graduate college in my family. And you know, that field that I studied was interior architecture, which, you know, does really make sense because I would often sit and dream of being somewhere just so sophisticated and luxurious, you yeah. know, high ceilings and intricate details. So it was absolutely in my wheelhouse. And, you know, I was continuing that path. And somewhere in my studies, I started to see that we were, as an industry, in learning this design, that we were putting aesthetic before things like sustainability and just not being so mindful. So there were some flags that I was wanting to kind of pull away already. But still, after graduation, I, after a few jobs, I made my way to, you know, a proper big architecture firm right in Seattle on the water. And I was really gearing up to live that conventional life. Next would be the big old house, marry the guy, have some kids, retire. <laughs> you know? And, you know, it was, it was nice. I was trying to, you know, form my own space in this, you know, very conventional lifestyle. But I ended up, I remember that wonderful big dream job. I wasn't there a year, really, before things started to really conflict within me. And at the same time, my personal life, you know, I just wasn't flourishing there either. And at some point at that job, my condo flooded from the neighbors upstairs. So, you know, again, more signs of, hmm, what is the universe telling me here? Oh, I think it's so funny that you say that because yes. I completely agree. What happens when we don't listen to mm -hmm. the little signs is we get the bigger signs. Oh God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and eventually we have to pay attention. Um, yeah. I think it's so interesting though, you know, that before you were 10, say, probably mm. even younger, mm -hmm. you, know, you had had both extremes, right? You had had the big home, the big family, the, the everything, you know, the white picket fence. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, you went through terrible loss and, and you know, the even the loss of your older siblings moving away, mm -hmm. moving into a smaller place, you know, on a bit of a budget yes. and really seeing both worlds while you're in those real formative years of your life. Mm -hmm. So I can see how there would be inner conflict going on when you are then doing what, you know, society says you should do. Mm -hmm. And at this architectural firm on the water and setting yourself up for this normal life. Yeah. And uh, so then what happened? Okay, well, let's see. So the place flooded. And oh, well, that was actually the big shift. I decided to reflect and to pay attention to, you know, my own self-identity and, you know, what I was really craving to do. And so I pulled out my real old dream. It was the big one when I was a kid. And I remember people would kind of giggle at it, but I wanted to um, live in a shack in paradise. And that was it. I, I keep it really nice and vague, but I revisited that and I uncovered, you know, all right, if I made that a little more specific, well, I want to 
live my days like I'm on a vacation or already retired, whichever it might be. Live somewhere that was just absolutely beautiful. Live humbly, focus on simple joys. And so that's what I would do. I took that life chapter, I was ready to start a new one. And, you know, the proper next steps was to basically trade the value of the condo for a brand new RV, which is my home now. You hear the rain on the roof, (laughs) Uh, a big old truck to haul it. And then I spent a year actually searching for the perfect land to put it on. And I, and I did, and it's gorgeous. It's 10 raw acres. I'm off grid. And now I'm taking care of all the little critters around here. You know, I mean, since I was a kid and with all of, um, you know, my memories with my dad, it was jam packed with nature walks and just building upon a real great compassion. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, that's where personal life took me. And somewhere in that same span, I had quit the job and I became the interior architect for a design build firm on an island outside the city. So I was really starting to realign life to fit with my morals. And I was starting to to really practice at that time, hyper-sustainable design for homes. And that's where things started to really get interesting and infuse within one another, where I was feeling a really great balance between personal life and professional life. And then, you know, I was almost like spending my days just trying to remove conflict and distractions. So at some point, again, I was living the life, my personal life as I wanted to, but still designing, you know, multi-million dollar homes and it just didn't feel right just yet. So Mm -hmm. I had to quit that job then, again, just to make sure I'm staying well aligned and I opened Mind Body Abode so I could really focus on hyper-sustainable, yes. Yes, um, I've been on the edge of my seat this whole story because I just, yes, I find it so fascinating that and so incredibly inspiring Mm. that you just decided to live your dream and you systematically took the steps to make that happen. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. slow steps. But when you look back, it just happened in a flash, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us more about Mind Body Abode and mm-hmm. like and what you know, I really like what you were talking about when you mentioned, you know, just intentional slow living while mm-hmm. empowering you to make a big impact in the process. Ah. So tell us more about that. Sure, sure. Redefining your paradise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Redefine your paradise. That's where that old dream kind of kicked in. But at this point, you see that plastered on my homepage. Redefine your paradise. Yes. And really, yeah, that along with slow living and, you know, finding really big impact, it's all under this big umbrella of redefining your paradise. And by that, I mean creating your ideal, you know, your ideal life. And it's really going against the norm. You're having to, you know, if you really want to live for you and something that really best aligns with your soul and your morals, what I always suggest for folks is to take a step back, you know, get outside the box for a moment and uh, slow down so you have the time, the energy to start questioning everything. I think that's some of the 
biggest, best, you know, advice I can give to anybody because oftentimes we're just going about our days. We've got, you know, to go to the grocery store, we've got to pick up the kids, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. And um, another year has passed. Oh gosh. Yes. Perfect timing to be talking about this, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the new year. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, you know, that's, that's exactly what I did. I started to question, you know, how I fill my days. Uh, I started to question, you know, why is it that I go to the grocery store and spend $7 on grapes for heaven's sake? It became such a big ordeal of the things that I was questioning. And, you know, it brought me to a place where I knew I wanted to, A, keep this going, which means continue to lead a slower lifestyle. So I could really determine where I wanted my life to make impact in the world. And you know, I, I also found that, you know, I love creating a hybrid of sorts, a, a proper balance between opposites. You know, that's where, you know, my conventional life came in with this new alternative lifestyle. So in all that I do, I'm trying to mm, evoke a natural luxury. And that's oh, you know, yes. for myself or prospective clients, just for the acquaintances in this little bitty town down here. Yeah. It's in all that I do. And so redefining your paradise is absolutely, you know, chucking out everything that doesn't work, really redefining what does and to move on with that. And, you know, with my exact journey in my transformation, I found that there are a whole lot of folks that are really surprised that I've done this. And they all give that same reaction of, oh my goodness, you did it. You changed your life and you, know, you got out, quote unquote. Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of the folks, they'll say like, oh goodness, I wish I could, but, yes. and then, you know, the, the light dims from them. Oh, you know? yeah. So I found that, you know, if I could combine both, you know, my design passion, passion to minimize impact to nature and wildlife, mm -hmm. while also helping people simply trying to take the same personal path I did, you know, mind, body, abode just had to happen. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, as I'm listening to your talk and I'm thinking about what an accomplished woman you are, and I've read some of your blogs, so also, oh, you know, you. what an intelligent woman you are and articulate it really warms my heart to think about you going off the grid. Oh. Generally, you know, I'm just going to tell you the truth. When I think about people going off the grid, I, in my mind, kind of visualize, you know, the hippies with the long braided hair, mm -hmm. um, you know, or the old man with the long beard, yes. right? And, you know, <laughs> there's this, you know, you're a beautiful woman, you're, you're highly educated, you. you're highly intelligent, and you've made this choice to just mm. go live off the grid. And now we're teaching other people to do the same oh, in yeah. terms of minimizing, I mean, maybe not having to go off the grid, but mm -hmm. minimizing in their life. Yeah. So if you had a client like me, just for an example, for the listeners and the viewers, I live in a small home, which I'm very proud of. I, mm. I love it. It was my parents' home. And, you know, I have this beautiful yard that produces amazing fruit. So much fruit. <laughs> that is lovely. <laughs> all, you know, all summer long and so on. And, but I, I try to keep things minimized in the house. I try not mm. to get too much clutter. I try to, when I notice it getting cluttered, donate, things like that. How does somebody like me, who's living a fairly simple lifestyle, mm. actually minimize? Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, again, it's just a time of reflection. You know, it sounds bittersweet because it can be both very simple and very complex mm -hmm. to do. But I think, again, 
if you're already pretty darn minimal, mm-hmm. you've just got to look at, you know, what more you can do, small things that can really mean something very big for your surroundings. And by that, I always turn to the environment and it might be biased, but here, uh, this 10 acres I have, for instance, you know, I keep things really quite raw and natural, but I still make a point to feed the birds every morning for heaven's sake, you know? Mm -hmm. And that, I think, still leans to a nice minimal lifestyle. It's not necessarily about, you know, chucking more things to clean the house. You know, now, now you're living a nice ideal. I love that you're in your parents' house. My goodness. You know, that's, that's a really nice, you know, it's, yeah, it's repurposing everything. You didn't build a brand new house for heaven's sake. Things like that. So now it's just extending the good you're already doing. And so it's either Taking care of the little critters is a really nice one. I like that. Connecting yeah. with nature. Yes. So really yes. connecting with nature. But then also just helping your neighbors to get the same mindset as you have, you know, mm-hmm. and rather I found even with my neighbors, throw something in the dumpster and my simple suggestion of donating it instead absolutely leaves nice big impact, mm-hmm. I believe, because it's all, it's all about the little things that we do. Yes, they do add up. Absolutely, mm-hmm. they do add up. Mm-hmm. And I would think too that, you know, when we keep our lives a little bit more simple, you know, we're using less utilities, having less impact on the world that way. I'm suspecting that when you talk about minimizing and getting rid of, you know, the clutter in our lives, you're also talking about our minds and our work mm. and our habits. Am I correct? Victoria, yes. <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is that saying? Um, a clean mind and a clean house, right? It's all connected. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think I love this buzz right now around slow living because it all, you know, is sourced back to the same concept of Mm -hmm. just welcoming more simplicity. And in this time that we're all rushing around trying to do something to the point that we don't know why we're rushing around and accomplishing what we're accomplishing anymore. Yeah. You know, I think we get caught up in that should do, right? Oh, yeah. I should do this. I should do that. And we, you know, that's one thing that I work with people a lot in what I do Mm. is getting rid of those shoulds and putting the choice in, right? Mm -hmm. You know, if I really wanted to, I could. Mm -hmm. It's my choice. Yes. Right? Yes. And and so I think that's why you know being busy and being stressed and being a huge consumer is just habit. Yeah, that's the perfect word for it. Yeah, and it's filled with distraction. What we were here to do. I mean, each one of us, if we just dialed into our purpose, and I like to think of it as a chosen purpose. I'm not one to think that we're just having to wait around for it to kind of knock us on our head. You mm-hmm. know. That's how I feel it came about. I know I talk about this inevitable push into this alternative lifestyle, but it's also chosen. You know, I made the choice to go with the flow. They say life is a river, right? Yeah. Go with the flow is much easier than paddling upstream. Exactly. And then you've got to find your little moments to make impact within that. And Mm -hmm. that's, you know, and in that way, it's quite simple. Life can be simple. You're inspiring me so much. I mean, I'm, I'm, my head's already like racing, thinking, you know, <laughs> calm down, Victoria. You cannot rush home right now and start simplifying and minimizing oh. and so on. But I think it's just such a good point for our listeners and our viewers. Mm. I know, 
I've been doing this work long enough to know that if I'm experiencing something, so are many, many, many other people. Right. And one thing I've been experiencing is addiction to technology. Mm. You know, the other day I left my phone home for two hours and I was proud of myself. And afterwards I thought, how ridiculous is this? That I'm proud of myself for having separating myself from my phone for two hours. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It was an accomplishment. And mm-hmm. I would encourage people to, to, you know, start to distance yourself, you know, when you can, just taking a little break from the technology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thing is, is this crazy busy lifestyle that we have adapted as normal, right? Right. Um, when we take, you know, when we take a day off or God forbid, two days in a row, off, <laughs> right? And actually don't work. So that means not checking your work emails while you're sitting at home oh, watching yeah. a movie, you know, mm-hmm. even though you're not working, you're working. Mm-hmm. And just like living this slower, what was the term you used? The the slow, slow living. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What does slow living mean to you then? Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, first I absolutely love, cause I still, you know, read articles about the subject or something. And it's, it seems to be just this pull for everybody right now that, you know, it's, it's filled with moments of you know, fuzzy socks and a lot of candles, you know? Um, and rain on the roof. Yes. yes. Love it. This, this is so fun. Um, but really slow living for me, this might be the designer in me, but I think it's all about, and it all starts with creating moments and space of sanctuary mm. and I believe that certainly belongs in the home and the home can absolutely mean within, you know, your four walls or just in your backyard for heaven's sake. But giving yourself the moments to ponder, that's, I think that's all we are really craving and everything else of, you know, what slow living is becoming is just cultivating more of that, you know, but that's the source is giving ourselves the space to figure out what we want. Yes. I like that. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, not this rushed frenzy of activity, but again, like you said, not sitting at home waiting for our purpose to hit us on the head either. Yes, right, right. So welcoming slow living absolutely gives you the opportunity to, you know, determine that, that chosen yes. purpose. Chosen yeah. purpose. Yeah. I love it so much. Oh, this is God. so great. <laughs> I once again want to share your contact information. So on Instagram, we are at Mind Body Abode. And so again, a boat is spelled A-B-O-D-E. And my guest today is Ashley Maloof. And she can be contacted at mindbodyabode.com and emailed at Ashley with an E. So E-Y, Ashley at mindbodyabode.com. She is currently living the life of her dreams uh, in beautiful Washington, USA. And just what's in the future for you? What's on the horizon? Oh my goodness. Well, here on the land, we're going to make a lot of uh, little structures out of, you know, natural building techniques, Mm -hmm. which is going to be a hoot and we'll have that online and all. And I'm just chugging along with uh, the few clients I have, which is what I really like. Again, slow, intentional living. And, you know, something I really like, it's just starting to open the possibilities for folks. But I have this 
quiz, which alternative dwelling is best for you? And it's really starting to just open people's minds right now about, you know. I saw really, that on your website yeah, and yeah. it's a free quiz. So people can yeah. go in and do that free quiz. <laughs> and also let me encourage you to follow Ashley's blog. Absolutely. You can sign up so that you get it straight to your inbox. And it is fantastic. And, you know, like I said, highly intelligent and makes you think, really makes you think, you know, I get caught a lot you know, in what's happening in my head and in my life and not outside of that. And, you know, you've really got this global vision, which I mm. enjoy so much. So I look forward to seeing pictures on your blog of the new structures and learning mm-hmm. more about them and uh, on Instagram as well. So again, on Instagram, it is mind, body, abode. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to end today's session with a motivational quote, because I always love to do that. And so we're going to talk about hope today. And this is a quote from Michelangelo, who everyone knows is a Italian painter, sculptor, architect, and poet. And this is called Hope. The greater danger for most of us is not that our aim is too high and we miss it, but that it is too low and we reach it. And when you were talking today, I was thinking about this quote and thinking about how you could have easily settled into normal. Right. And not went for your big dreams, which, you know, as we were talking about was to just live this simpler life that is more meaningful. And uh, I am so incredibly inspired by you. I cannot wait to rush home today (laughs) and, uh, you know, just really take a look at my physical surroundings, but also what's going on internally and to quieten some of that chatter and really look within. So thank you so much for being with us here today, Ashley. absolutely. This was lovely. I wish I could (laughs) have you through the screen. (laughs) Oh, yes, absolutely. I feel it. Thank you so much. Yes. And uh, and listeners and viewers, thank you for joining us today. We are so happy to have you here so we can keep doing what we love to do. So thank you so much. Thank <laughs> you. See you again Bye. next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. It is my true desire that you have been inspired and felt a sense of connection with the words being shared. If you have an inspirational story to share on how you have overcome adversity and created an exceptional life, please visit my website, victoriajohnson.org. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you again next time.